Unqualified and Unafraid podcast. My name is Jess and I'm a film student, creative and media nerd here to talk about things I'm not qualified to talk about. In this episode, I'm joined with VCA theatre student, film lover and good friend Talia Jamison. We're going to share with you some of our favourite TV and film recommendations and basically nerd out over our favourite shows and movies. I hope this episode will be helpful in the current climate of self-isolation and quarantine as I know many of you will be looking for new content to binge and Talia is definitely someone I trust when it comes to recommendations. So originally quarantine content was going to be one episode but as Talia and I were talking we realised that this podcast would go on for way too long so we decided to split it into two parts. This first part is going to be focused more on TV shows that we're loving. The second part, which will come out at a later date, will be more about our favourite movies and also the online content that we like to consume. So you're in your first year at the... By the way, thanks for the intro. Oh, no worries. (laughs) So you're in your first year at the Victorian College of the Arts and Mm -hmm. your degree is called... Bachelor of Fine Arts of Theatre. Yeah, so the, okay. yeah, this first year we're mixed in with the acting students mm-hmm. um, and next year we'll branch off and for the last two years we'll be on our own as well. So, Do you already have in mind what kind of area you're going to branch off into? Yeah, I definitely want to end up making my own um, shows, plays. Um, I'm happy to act as well though, like I really yeah. love both of them. So if I could do both in the end game, that would be really cool. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. You know, things always change. So I'm interested in what it was like to be in Melbourne, one mm-hmm. of the country's biggest cities, at the time of this pandemic because you only just moved there at the beginning of the first term mm-hmm. from Adelaide. It was amazing, at, you know, it was at the start and then obviously everything started um, happening and everything started getting a lot more serious. And because the population obviously is so much bigger than Adelaide and where we're from, this like a larger pack mentality started, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the um, shopping centre, that whole like crisis and yeah. all that. Um, And it was just weird seeing the streets like, I don't want to be, like, offensive, but you know that song, The Freaks Come Out at the Night? And Scooby-Doo? <laughs> it was, like, all the freaks come out Scooby-Doo. in quarantine. Like, when I was walking through the city, mm. you take away your students because they're at home. You take away your, like, shirt and tie people. Yeah. You are. You're left with... And I I was on the street, too, so I guess oh, I'm a part so of the that freaks. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, it was, like, freak central. What about in the airport? Were you, like, did you... Oh. Was it weird? Did they have any weird procedures? Um, I just, like, felt like I shouldn't be there. Like, it was mm. really... Everyone just like you were breaking you, like, a law. Really weird. And you felt, like, really alone. Am I correct in saying that VCA, um, Victorian College of the Arts, is, like, pretty prestigious and like has had a lot of successful actors and um people in that industry come out of it yeah definitely like it's um it's on par with a lot of the other schools like NIDA and WAPA it's it's a different style though which I think I really appreciated and that's why I only auditioned for VCA but yeah there's like amazing people that have come out of it and like there's a lot of people who don't train and it's like it's whatever works best for you Mm. um but I'm really happy to be training at the moment and yeah, I felt like I needed it. Just, yeah, it helped give yeah. me, like, a path. But it's really good. It's really, um, I'm in a place where, like, I am surrounded by some, ama- like, amazing people who want to do the same thing, which is really inspiring, yeah. which I bet you found in film as well. Mm. Um, it's really uplifting being around other people that want to do the same thing. I suppose it's refreshing as well. Sometimes mm. I feel like, especially if you're in 
a country area, it's not as common for there to be people with similar interests. It's just a fact. If you were into something like netball, there would be more people you could relate to over that. Exactly. And we both have come from rural. You even more so. Like, I'm the only person that is does theatre in my whole entire family. You know, even yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. It's like oh, wow, there's a whole world of people who are out there and that's like... Yeah, I'm not the only one. (laughs) Exactly, it's amazing. But also, I'm sure, intimidating. Because when you're kind of like the only one, you kind of think, you know, I'm the pro at this in my area or at my school or yeah. something and it's like oh wow yeah and everyone else can do it's the same so things. easy to be like am I doing enough mm. I'm not doing enough and it's like no you, you do what you do like don't get caught up with all of yeah. that just it's your path but and it's also really easy to like turn into the Grinch when you see people doing stuff better you know and yeah. I have to get over you know ever you have to just get over that and be like no yeah. you know bring them up for doing that and I think like Australian society we have that like tall poppy syndrome oh for sure like yeah. and you can see it definitely in the arts even picking an yeah. arts degree it's like yeah yeah good luck with that <laughs> it's like okay yeah. well I will I'll try like yeah. you know for people who are thinking of pursuing acting or anything in the realm of theatre mm-hmm. and are maybe considering applying for VCA mm-hmm. what would be your advice or maybe what was your experience with auditioning and going through the whole selection process. Oh, I was, like, nervous. No, I was, like, this was the first ever audition I'd ever done oh, wow. in my whole entire <laughs> life. Like, I, like, was sweating. For the theatre audition, Um, you had to create your own divides, like, devised performance mm-hmm. on top of the audition. So I came in, like, dressed, at, like, in a suit and tie because <laughs> it, was part, it was part of it. And okay. with this big bag of, like, a typewriter that I got from a German guy the day before walking with this like massive typewriter and I just look like a clown it is a big deal but it's like it's not the end of the world yeah and go in there feeling that way that it's not you're still going to come out alive it's it's okay and do what you can like who cares you have nothing to lose and I think like just do it as painful as it is or like how much you're going to sweat, just, like, yeah. do it, you know? It's it's simple. Yeah. Do it. Was there other processes to the selection process? No, it was just the audition. We did have to sing. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, so I did that, and then they just gave me a ring, and I was driving. A ring? Yeah, when they told me I could... I was, Not a ring on your no. finger. <laughs> they, like, rang... I was, like, a special VCA <laughs> ring. All right, so... Yeah, I'll... let's do these... Films. Yeah. TV shows. So I'll start by asking you, mm-hmm. what streaming service or platform do you actually watch the most content on? I've actually been using Stan lately. Oh, really? Yeah. Netflix. Okay. I And I have Netflix as well. Like, yeah, that's great. Stan, we have a lot of just your old TV. DVDs. What are they? Yeah. What are they called? Like, cool videos. DVD. I was like, DVD. 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 Like, what's that? VHR? VH. V- v- VCH. V- <laughs> <laughs> One of VCH. them. VCH. Wait. No. No. VCH. VHS. VHS hate. No. VHS. Tape. Tape. <laughs> Not that. Jesus um, Christ. What do you use? Well, okay. I'm like Netflix lately. SBS On Demand and ABC iView. Yeah. And um, YouTube. I'm pretty sure Netflix would be like the most popular streaming service in Australia. I was thinking because of that mm-hmm. we could 
start with shows more on SBS On Demand and ABC iView just to promote those because they're free to use and also that's where all the great Australian stuff is. I'm a big believer in supporting Australian film and television Mm. because there's a common misconception that Mm. I've heard a lot of people people our age say that Australian movies are shit, which makes me very angry. Our TV is really strong. People, when you say Australian TV, what do they think of? They think of The Bachelor, they think of like Married at First Sight and all that, Neighbours, Home and Away. That is not a representation Mm -hmm. of the amazing Australian TV that's being made. A lot of the amazing stuff is not played on the mainstream channels. Mm -hmm. It's played on SBS and ABC, but, like, I suppose people our age are not the demographic mm-hmm. of those channels. Yeah. Do you know um the director of Warwick Thornton? No. He did Samson and Delilah. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, Sweet yeah. Country. Yeah. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. He's, he's made a new docu-series. I'm not sure on which channel, but they're going to play all of the episodes back-to-back, and it's about him. Mm-hmm. This is just from an article that I read about it this morning. Living on a really remote beach, living base like simply, like okay. so he has to catch Does his own like a tiny food. Home? Completely isolated. I'm excited for that one. I have to keep an eye out. It's called The Beach. We have been watching Mystery Road. A little oh, bit of that. That's by Warwick Thornton. Is it? Yeah. Wait, I'm pretty oh. sure. Let me search it up. Um, I've been meaning to watch that. Um. I've also really been meaning to watch Killing Eve. Same. Yeah. I have. That. I was gonna say that. I was gonna ask you if you'd I was seen it. That. But <laughs> mystery road. What's the genre? Yeah, like mystery crime. They're cops in like a sort of rural town, and there is a murder. Yeah, we're at our um at VCA. One of our acting teachers. I think she knows some of the people in mystery Ro- like, which is really cool to have that like. Yeah. Yeah, she can give that insight. So one mm-hmm. show that I recently watched on. SBS On Demand is Mm -hmm. The Hunting. It's actually based in Adelaide. And it's based on true events that happened here. The filming took place in Adelaide High School. Mm -hmm. It's basically about this whole scandal that actually happened where there was this uh, website. Males in the high school Mm -hmm. were collecting nude images of the young women in the high school and putting them all onto this site. Very horrible Mm -hmm. scenario. I'm pretty passionate about like seeing accurate representation of teenagers Mm -hmm. in television and film because I think so often people can get it just so wrong especially I think that many movies and TV shows don't respect their audience makes the teenage characters very Mm one-dimensional but this I thought was very well represented yeah it's obviously like a really important topic that it's about and because it's it happens all over the world apparently it was the first network commissioned i'm reading this network (laughs) commissioned primetime long-form drama fully created in south australia so that's pretty good that's a gold star for us yeah a quote from amanda doothy i don't Mm -hmm. know if i'm saying her name right but she's part of the south australian film corporation Mm -hmm. and she said in telling this timely story closer productions have attracted outstanding cast crew and creatives to the production with a 60 percent female representation so that's good to see (laughs) i saw some reviews on Mm -hmm. just like google reviews on the show and um, somebody said, like, terrible acting, completely over-dramatised. And then someone said, this isn't how police and teachers would actually deal with the situation. And to that, I would like to respond. It says, completely over-dramatised. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was an interesting statement to say about 
um, characters who just had their lives almost ruined yeah. by like hor- like pictures being shared of them yeah. nude. It's like, yeah. what do you mean over dramatized? Yes, like, like it, it, that's is, a very traumatizing yeah, situation. This is realistic. Like, yeah, like yeah. it was just interesting to me that somebody said that, and they also said terrible acting and. I completely disagree. Well, I saw that it had Asha Ketty in it. Yeah, yeah, she was so, so good in it. Um, I don't know if you have seen The Beautiful Lie. That has got Sarah Snook in it. And it is absolutely incredible. It's like, it was filmed in 2015, so it's a bit older now. It's based on the story about um, Anna Karenina. It's okay. like an old Russian book. That was um, pretty much about like this woman. She hates her marriage and her life and like has an affair with this other guy but they transformed it into an Australian drama oh wow and it's like amazing she's um she cheats on her husband Mm -hmm. and they're quite really wealthy it's sad but it's it shows people's relationships and especially when they hit a certain age like what's expected of them and she ends up being scrutinized for you know i would really suggest that it's like it's really amazing have you ever heard of the show stateless no so it's a newer one Mm -hmm. because it's still actually it only just stopped airing on tv so Mm -hmm. it's very recent Mm -hmm. it ties in a story of a woman escaping a cult Mm -hmm. and a refugee camp okay in Australia. So I'm just going to interrupt here as I'm editing this episode because I realised that I was meant to say detention centre and not camp. So apologies for my ignorance. It follows uh, multiple perspectives, Mm -hmm. which is great. And although it's inspired by true events, actually, but it's also highly Mm fictionalised, it's really, I think it's um, a really important show because it shows, um, well, it depicts life in a refugee camp Mm -hmm. in Australia. A lot of what goes on in um, refugee camps is not shown to the general public. And I think this show is important because it tries to do that. So do they actually go to the refugee camps? Or they sort of... It's a narrative. Okay, right. Yeah, so it's it's just... It's It's a drama. Yeah, Yeah. got you. And you have... You've obviously seen Please Like Me? Yes. Yes. That was next on my (laughs) list as well. Um, Yeah, I have not found a Australian comedy so far that I could say beats that for yeah, me. Same. Same. I way. mean it's just Josh Thomas watching him is amusing <laughs> as anything. Yeah. But oh that is yeah. I actually I used to have a crush on him when he was on talking about your generation. Yeah. Like when I was yeah. like eight, I had a crush on him. He was talking about his hair when he was on there. He practically did just put like a camera in a house and they just lived like yes. they, yeah. It's the it's characters amazing. are so specific to Australia, even yeah. Melbourne even. Like, so specific. Yeah, because it's filmed in Melbourne. Yeah. So, I think it's so specific and that, to I that. I think that is what, for me, mm-hmm. I appreciate specificity yeah. in a show a lot. Well, especially Australian. Like, we... Because we don't see so it We don't enough. see it a lot, yeah. When we can go, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. I know... Yeah. I know that that's how I talk to my friends. Exactly. And that's what I felt when I watched um like I'd never seen a more kind of relatable representation of a bunch of friends talking. That was like um upper middle bogan. Oh that's that. that's similar <laughs> as well. And like 
we do Australia like Australian TV has a specific type of comedy and when we get it it's kind of like just paying our like Australians out ourselves yeah. but like I just love all the characters are so multi-dimensional mm-hmm. and specific did you see have you seen lukewarm sex no but is that the one where he's like tries to explore with Luke different... McGregor yeah he's he like wants to the whole series just be comfortable with like his sexuality yeah. and like how he approaches sex really good what's that one um, that's ABC IPU. My dream is to work with the ABC. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... Obviously, I'm studying film, but mm-hmm. if I got, like, a opportunity more like related to journalism... Oh, yeah. yeah. I would still take it with the ABC, well, to be but honest. But that's the thing, like, if you, like, find after your film course that you mm-hmm. want to go do it, do journalism. Yeah. And, like... I feel like ABC is, like, an inner sanctum. Yeah, I think it'd be good to get into, but I don't think I would want to rely... I don't know, I feel like I would get... I would feel like I'd get too comfortable. I feel like there might be a lot of people who get into the ABC and stay there. Yeah. I'm, like, a fan. A (laughs) fangirl of the ABC. I, like... I watch the ads where it's, like, a big circle jerk about themselves, and I'm, like, yes. You're, like, yes. (laughs) It's not Australian. It is... UK, but plebs, so good. Like, I, if I ever act, and, like, if I ever want to do it professionally, I'd want to do it in, like, shows with humour like that. Yes. If you haven't seen it, it's just, like, guys in the Roman time. With modern attitudes. It's, like, modern attitudes. Another thing on Please Like Me is (laughs) that it's so hilarious, but it also handles some of the most complex issues, Mm. like, around mental illness, especially, Mm -hmm. and relationships, um, in the most, like, warm way. That's the... And I think that's the thing that's why I love it so much. Josh Thomas plays that's, Josh. Yeah, yeah. And I'm assuming that his character is based on mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the show Feel Good, which is a show that we're going to talk about, I find that it has a lot of the same qualities mm-hmm. and the characters are extremely nuanced. Mm-hmm. And they've both been written by comedians mm-hmm. and those comedians are both playing themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Hmm, that's the secret recipe. Are we going down the feel-good road yet? Yeah, let's let's go down the feel-good road. But first of all, I'll say that you can watch Please Like Me on ABC iView. And that's got some of the seasons, but and all Netflix of the seasons. And Netflix as well has yeah. it as well. Feel Good is based on the comedian Mae Martin's life experiences. And she stars as herself. It's written by her as well. It's directed by Ali Pankyu. In the show, Mae struggles with addiction and identity and her new relationship with George, who's played by Charlotte mm-hmm. Ritchie, mm-hmm. the girl from Fresh Meat. And Lisa Kudrow from Friends is also in it. Yeah, it was amazing. I, like, binged it so hard. That sounds sexual, but I did. No. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's the most authentic representation I have seen of a relationship. Also... Um, a romantic relationship. And also, I haven't actually seen much of a... Um, queer female relationship yeah. either so represented as well like yeah. all of the characters are so intense and it's incredible that's what yeah. makes it so intriguing I didn't know Mae Martin until I watched this and then I like watched all the stuff I was like oh yeah, she's funny she is yeah. so funny Love Sick which is on mm-hmm. Netflix I enjoyed that we might have differing opinions on this okay. show well that'll be good yeah okay, okay. But you, did you not? I watched the first episode and I think what the problem was, was this was straight off the bat of finishing Feel Good. When I turned on Lovesick, I was like, wow, this is a male mm-hmm. gaze. <laughs> no, I, I really liked it. Like, and, and the whole concept is that these two people are in love at the wrong time. Yeah. It sort of switches. But I thought it was, it, um, and it's like the whole um, 
show is not in chronicle chronological order. Pretty much what happens is he finds out he has chlamydia and then he yeah. has to ring all the girls that he has had sex with. Goes through like the list and he puts them in alphabetical order. So that's yeah. how it's not in chronological order. Oh, so yeah. when he like starts with Amy, she may have been like five years ago. So they go back five okay. years ago. I um, might give it another go. Yeah, give it another crack. Crashing. You've never seen it? No. I think you would like it. It's a housemate show. There's quite a few housemates mm-hmm. and all of them have their own unique story. Mm-hmm. But the main storyline follows um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character. She comes to stay with her best friend who is a boy mm-hmm. in a relationship. <laughs> you know, they're just friend yeah. kind of concept, but are they? Is it and British? Yeah. Yeah. There's another housemate. He's straight, but is he? I really liked it because I'm just like, kind of a sucker for those unexpected love mm-hmm. stories but also totally expected at the same time <laughs> i what i found out is i'm a total sucker for like really cheap humor <laughs> little britain i started re-watching them yeah again and i just it's just everything it's like my humor wrapped up okay and, like, given to me. Another series though another bbc series inside number nine they are sort of black mirror Sort of as different episodes completely. They have nothing to do with the one before or one after. There's a specific episode of where they're on the train in like the little carousel. Yeah, wait, not carousel. (laughs) (laughs) When you're in the carriage. Wait, what's the carousel? (laughs) Is that you put in the oven? Carousel. A carousel. I think you ride horses. I think that's a, a carousel. carousel. You, when you said that, um, Little Britain kind of encapsulated your comedy taste. Mm-hmm. I would say my all-time favorite comedy is the IT Crowd. Have you seen anything by Ricky Gervais? His stuff? Not really. I don't actually... Okay. like him. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> I don't like The Office. I get really bored in it. No, I don't, I've actually never seen The Office, like, either of them. I've never watched them okay. fully. Yeah. But I, like, have you seen Extras? No. Oh, so it's like, that's like his one of his best things he's ever created, I reckon. Like, it, of course, he's like with Steve Mer- Merchant as well. Okay. But um, he plays a actor and he only gets put put in like extra work oh. <laughs> and because his agent is so bad but each episode is a celebrity that he's is he's working in extra oh. for their film so he has like um ben stiller different celebrity each episode have you seen baby on netflix we're going no. to netflix now based in rome i assume it's in italian mm-hmm. um but watch it in italian with english subtitles mm-hmm. it's based on true events Mm -hmm. so basically these two young women who are in high school somehow get tied up with this prostitution ring Mm -hmm. i think you would call it i'm Mm -hmm. not sure of all the correct terms it basically follows their life and the trouble they get into with that also their social lives and their family lives as well i i love shows where they can take kind of mundane events that happen in your life and Mm -hmm. and make them really kind of dramatic and eerie mm-hmm. like and I would say that they do that a lot like especially I like how they do party scenes when they're dancing they're not just dancing like at a party like yeah. you know they do like slow motion of them like getting swept up yeah. and everything like it's yeah. very romantic I don't see the romanticism in this show as a problem but I know that people would say that this show is romanticizing prostitution mm-hmm. which I to an extent, agree, but I think it would be untrue 
to the character's experience if they didn't romanticize it. They're underage. Okay. So yeah. it's yeah. When once you get to a certain age, you decide um, whether you want to pursue sex work because yeah. it's real work. Yeah. But I can see why people would be like, oh, why are you romanticizing underage sex work? Yeah. They make it look very glamorous, but it's like nobody get swept up into it without it appearing romantic to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So their pimp was horrible. Yeah. Man. Skins, the TV show on Netflix, it was made in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very early 2000s mm-hmm. when you watch it. Prime. The fashion. It's prime yeah, it's time. amazing. It's like Dizzy Rascal time. This was like yeah. a show that we were both into when we were young, like, younger teens. Yeah. Skins is like the perfect... I don't, sometimes it's not good... To, like, if you're in a position where you might get wrapped up with things, it may not be a good show to watch if you're young. Yeah, because Um, of the romanticism. Exactly. Like, it's... um, But I think it was, like, for me, such an awakening of, like, um, teenagehood and, like, adolescence. And, like, even though I'm I'm Australian, I'm not from the UK, and I have no... Nothing... Nothing like that have I ever yeah. experienced, but still you're like, yeah, like... I think it's important, though. It's It yeah. shows, like, the sexual side of being a teen. It shows this Definitely. side the of pressure drugs, drugs and alcohol. Drugs and alcohol, like... Mm. And the actors, like, I think oh about it, like, they were young as well when yeah. they did the show, like... They basically went to Bristol yeah. and they set up audition, open auditions for anyone in the town who mm-hmm. wants to try out. And that, I think that's why it was so effective. Like, it was so real. I saw it on, like, when I was, like, 12. I, it used wow. To, it, <laughs> used, to, it used to be on um, TV at yeah. night. I wasn't allowed to watch it, but one time I, like, saw yeah. an episode <laughs> of it and then I, like, watched yeah. it late, yeah. So many teenage movies, there's, like, oh, Dude, we gotta get the alcohol. Like all the American <laughs> yeah. teen movies. You got beer? Yeah. You got beer? It's like in skins. They're having a drink yeah. like normal people. Yeah. Like it's pretty normal in Australia to drink. It was way more censored in America because they said it would encourage teens to be sexually promiscuous yeah. and to do drugs. I'm not gonna disagree because oh, when I was watching those shows, I won't lie, I wanted mm-hmm. to be like a skins character. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to have those wild experiences Mm -hmm. but the other thing is I think I would have wanted that even without watching the show which is funny that like really started emerging like and it's still emerging that people are kind of going back to like scene teens and like oh yeah um, it's really weird it's like people wearing like 90s UK clothes yeah it's funny well I was watching this YouTuber who I really like she does internet analysis videos Mm -hmm. Tiffany Ferguson and she said that Mm e-girls are the antithesis of a visco girl and they are the follow-on from a scene kid versus a tumblr girl Oh. <laughs> and I was like, there's always a mainstream style yeah. and then it's counterculture. Yeah, which is mainstream as well. It's, yeah, but it, it, it pretends yeah, not to be. <laughs> exactly. I'm like the only person who's seen skins. Like, yeah, yeah there's a whole culture in that. Yeah. But no, it is. It's, it's really well made. It, it respects its audience. It gives us yeah. cinematic technique yeah. and it gives us motifs and yeah. symbolism and yeah. stuff that you just don't get in like traditional American it's funny though I like I don't think I could watch it all again now yeah I think that because I relate it so closely to my teenage years it's like you know some decisions I think I would relate it to some decisions that I made that now give me trauma now yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just yeah no like I appreciate it and it's 
Yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't... I don't think I could watch it all again. It's kind of that time. Yeah. yeah. It's time to leave that those years <laughs> in the past. We're not like that. You just don't see it through the same lens. I think it's a really important show. It doesn't gloss over things. And, like, when you're a teenager, you just crave media that doesn't gloss over the things that you are experiencing so vividly, yeah. if that makes sense. Yes. You may have watched it all, and I know it's, like, a massive trend at the moment. Yeah. I couldn't watch Tiger King. Oh, okay. I watched, like, several years ago, Louis Theroux does a documentary mm, with him. Yeah. When Tiger King came out, I was like, oh, this guy seems familiar. Like, where have yeah. I seen that? And I was like, okay, I remember, blah, blah, blah. It's not me just, like, trying to stick my head in the sand. But after seeing that, like, shot of all those animals dead, I was like, oh, I can't. Really? I can't do this. I can't, Yeah. What do you mean? Like, it just it was disturbing. Like, yeah, I just like, yeah, what it was, wasn't even confronting. I was just like, it was just gross. I got the, I got the point that it's not good. Like, don't keep exotic animals. You don't need yeah. a tiger as a pet. Yeah. Get a cat. Like, a, well, don't get a cat. No one likes cats, but get a dog <laughs> and be a normal person. Yeah. It was fascinating to me that a docu-series could take off like that yeah. because there's not many, especially it's not really popular for those in the young teen demographic to yeah. be interested in informational things. But obviously it was, I mean, it was definitely more about the entertainment. I think it's really interesting just to know that people like that exist. Yeah, no doubt he loves his tigers. Joe Exotic. Yeah, but I... Oh, you haven't seen the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Joe, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a horribly sad story for a lot of the characters. All of the characters had lived really tough lives and it was almost like, in some ways watching it, I felt a little bit exploit exploitative. Yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, I'm laughing at these crazy characters, yeah. but actually there was so much, so much talk about a lot of drug abuse, bad family situations. Have you seen Shameless? Yes. If I could like ever act or be a part of a production, something like Shameless, I'd love. Like, and obviously it was originally um, a British version, yeah. but I like the American version, and I think yeah. it's um, some of the best acting. I've ever seen in TV shows. Well, if you haven't seen it, it's like a dysfunctional family in um, Chicago, in like the the south. Yeah, the south really, side of Chicago. Yeah, so like really a poor area. I don't know. It's really it's very American, obviously, but it's mm -hmm. like. But it's, um, like, all of... I love the way that they play on patriotism. Yeah. Because it's yeah, yeah. so... It's almost ironic. They comment on a lot of things that are just so wrong and horrible mm -hmm. within American society. Yeah. But their promotions for the show have, like, the characters standing with, like, mm -hmm. the American flag and, <laughs> yeah. like, them wearing teared American shirts. Sure, yeah. And it's, it's a really, like, interesting comment on, like, the patriotism of America despite all of this mm -hmm. horrible things. <laughs> all right, so we have a ton of movies and a ton of online content that we're going to talk about in the next episode. Make sure to keep your eye out for that. We're going to finish this one up here because we've been talking for so long. <laughs> Talia, thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your mates. And for updates about the podcast, follow Jess Jade on Instagram. That's J-E-S-S-J-A-A-D-E. And at you and you underscore podcast on Twitter. If you hear any topics that we discuss either in this episode or the second part, please let us know and we may be able to do another episode talking more in depth about that topic. I look forward to bringing you more insightful conversations with creative people, so keep your eye out for the next episode. Thanks for listening. God, don't you remember like you just used to come home and watch 
Kick your feet up. Yeah. Yeah, watch Young Jack, Dracula. Young Drac. Young Drac. As we used to call it. That's what I wish I could do right now. <laughs> I also kind of was attracted to the vampire dad. 